You're listening to the Less Stress in Life podcast. Your hosts, Deb Timmerman and Barb Fletcher, are on a mission to help individuals and organizations manage stress and change. Together, they bring you real conversations, inspirational stories, and strategies to help move you from being stressed to feeling your best. Hello, everyone. I'm Deb Timmerman. Welcome to our series of 52 Practical Tools for Less Stress in Life. This is episode 40. I'm Barb Fletcher. Our goal is to give you tools and strategies to help you move from feeling stressed to feeling your best. Today, our guest is Cora Naylor. Cora is a certified emotion code practitioner, life coach, personal development junkie, and lifelong learner. After her kids left home, Cora was ready to discover what was next for her. She has worked a lot of traditional jobs as well as direct sales businesses over the years, but she never realized the success she was hoping for. She knew that the issue had something to do with herself. That's the big one because usually people are looking for answers outside of themselves. After working with an emotion code practitioner, she realized that it was her emotional baggage that was holding her back. Cora now helps other women to easily release the trapped emotions that contribute to negative self-talk, limiting beliefs, money blocks, fears, anxiety, weight issues, food cravings, and more, so they can move forward with confidence. Welcome, Cora. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Cora, share with us what Emotion Code is. The emotion code. Yeah, the emotion code is a process that was developed by Dr. Bradley Nelson, who is a chiropractor. And it is a process for discovering the negative trapped emotions that you have and releasing them. So as you go through life and you go through negative events, if you don't process the emotions at the time, they get stored in your body like a little ball of energy. And they may or may not come back to haunt you later. It depends. Uh, Generally, it's when you're trying to do something different or get out of your comfort zone. That's when stuff will resurface. Mm -hmm. So you're thinking it's something you're going through now, but it might actually be something way from your past that comes to haunt you now. It's so interesting because we often hear about people who are struggling, but what they're feeling is has nothing really to do with the experience that's happening in their life. It can be. And the thing that's really interesting, especially with the the food issues, things like that, is they often come from when they were in vitro or even inherited. And they can be inherited from generations back. So it's not even just from your mom or dad. It could be from five, ten generations. And you're not even sure why you've had these feelings all the time. So it's not even anything that you could have done differently. You just came like that. So what does an emotion code session look like? Um, With an emotion code session, so most of mine I do virtually. So I would get your permission um, and I connect to your subconscious. So basically I become a proxy for you and I do the work on myself as if I'm you. So it's like I'm talking to you, like I'm talking to yourself. And then I ask uh, yes and no answer questions using muscle testing. There's lots of different types or different methods of using muscle testing. I do what they call like a ring method. I know people that are on the podcast can't see this, but if you're seeing the video, you'll be able to see that I use like ring fingers. So when I'm asking the questions, Mm -hmm. if it's a yes answer, the fingers just say stuck. And if it's no, they just slip right through. 
And I've got a chart that Dr. Brad developed that has 60 negative emotions on there. And your subconscious knows which emotion is the one that's causing the issue. And I have a, because they're set up in a grid, so I can ask which row and which column they're in and quickly track down which emotion is there. And then I use a magnet and I swipe the magnet over my head three times. So the that's going over the governing meridian, which goes from the bridge of your nose all the way down the back of your spine. So as long as you're swiping it over that governing meridian, that just dissipates the energy out into space and releases it. I remember, uh, and so much more is coming back to me now, because I did some preliminary work on emotion code, and I carried um, the magnet I had, I actually purchased at a farm store. It was a, a magnet that they, they use in cows. And so it's just a nice long magnet that uh, I use to do that clearing with. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. You can use any kind of magnet. It doesn't have to be a super fancy one. You can just use a regular old fridge magnet. And anyone can learn how to do it. You don't need any really special training. You can read the book. Dr. Brad wrote a book, The Emotion Code. So you can read the book, go through it get the basics on how to do it and you can do it on yourself or other people. You just need to get certified if you want to charge for doing the service. So how do you confirm that the emotion or the trapped emotion has been released? How do how how would a client understand that? Um well, you're going to test it too. While you're releasing it, like you use the muscle testing to find the emotion, then use the magnet to release it. But then you also muscle test again to confirm that it's been released. And you also do check the severity of the emotion. So before you get started, you can ask what's the severity out of a one to 10 and your subconscious will know. You can ask yourself too, and you might say, oh, it's an eight, but your subconscious says, no, actually it's a nine. And then once we release some of the emotions, then we'll test it again. Um, after every session, it'll definitely go down. It doesn't necessarily go to zero every time. That's sort of the, the goal, but at least it'll go down, down on the severity. And then sometimes it's just a matter of uh, your body will only allow you to do so much per session too, because there might be multiple layers to something. Once you kind of get through one layer of emotion, something else might come up. And sometimes it's a process to get through things. Cora, is there a theme of trapped emotions that commonly shows up for women? You know what? I find that it's a, a kind of a personal thing. So I find that you might have a an emotion that comes up numerous times. So what happens is when you have these events in your life, negative events, the same emotion can get trapped numerous times in your body, but each time it's for a different event. And you can have multiple emotions for an event. And so I find that with certain people, the same emotion will come up again and again and again. So it's not necessarily that it's over a group of people, but each person sort of seems to have a group of emotions that really clamps onto them. Have you used this work for trauma release for those people who've had lots of challenges in childhood? You can definitely. Um, you know, I know some people are, you know, if it's really severe trauma, you might need someone that's a little more specialized. Like I'm not necessarily specialized in trauma work, but there is definitely a lot that could be done for sure. And maybe hand in hand with someone that specializes in it because 
once you release the emotion, you still have to do a little bit of processing. So it's not that you have to relive the event, but everybody's processing is a little different. It's usually not a big deal, but you'll notice that um, some people get a little more emotional or maybe have some vivid dreams for a day or two. Um, but at the end of the day, you end up feeling lighter is what most people find. They just feel a little lighter and that things don't feel as heavy around whatever the issue is. Okay, Barb, I'm going to put you on the spot. When you <laughs> did emotion code, what was the emotion that came up for you? Do you remember? Oh, I think it, it had to do with um, limiting beliefs. I wasn't able to realize potential, but that was because of some programming that would have occurred when I was younger. So some of the limiting beliefs that I had was around money. And so the belief was that people who are wealthy aren't necessarily good people. And so that belief, because we might have seen people in the community, I would have heard my parents talk about so-and-so is not necessarily a good person because of, and they are wealthy. And so those two things combined created that belief in me that if I was to acquire wealth, then I would be like those people. Or another belief that I would have would have been that I wasn't necessarily worthy of receiving that wealth. So I think those were one experience kinds of uh, deals. You have to kind of peel away at those. And, and, you know, they still come up. It's really all about and about having access to tools that help us release these emotions and beliefs. Or how often would you see people? Would they come multiple times? Would they come? At first, a good two or three sessions is a good amount for getting started because we like to do um, what's called a heart wall, which is a really common one as well. Um, every time you go through different relationships and things don't work out, your subconscious puts emotions around your heart and creates a wall. And so it can make it difficult to have some of the relationships that you want. So we want to get rid of that for sure, because you can have multiple kinds of heart, heart walls. You can have a heart wall in general with the world. You can have one with yourself or you can have one with specific people. And then once you release those emotions, you'll have better different relationships with people it's really subtle but interesting to see how that goes so with that plus whatever other things that you're working on two or three sessions is nice and then it's nice to have some tweaks as you go along because like I say as you peel off layers every once in a while things might creep back in and you just need a little tweak so it's nice to have that I noticed on your website, you do some work around eating habits and weight loss. Could you share a little bit more about that? Sure. I mean, emotion is so huge around food. I've always been fascinated by that. And again, most of the food craving ones are from either when you're an infant or in vitro stuff that we've inherited or absorbed. And what's interesting is the food cravings are really pretty easy to get rid of. We just have generally a few emotions that are surrounding those ones. And what's cool is once you release those food cravings, um, you don't actually even miss the food. You don't even care about it. You don't feel deprived about it. 
you just don't even want it anymore. I've worked with one lady who's had a lot of eating disorders and she cannot believe the difference. Like the very first time I removed one emotion for her and that was enough that she didn't feel like she had to buy a milk dud every time she went into the store Mm. because she literally could not go into a store without buying milk duds. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. The people that get those results are just, they can't even believe it. What happened here? So it's more about improving your relationship with food. Other things, you know, like having to clean your plate or all those things that we just were to our parents, oh my God, you know, and you're so programmed. You can't even stop yourself. Oh my gosh. All those emotional tracks are running in the background (laughs) in that programming. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Talk about that often and how depleting those are for our energy and they just get in the way of so many things. Yeah. So it's not even necessarily the weight loss. It's just more being in control of what you're putting in your mouth more. Has this ever been used for alcohol? Yep. Yep. Uh, I know people that do that and a lady that does it for smoking as well, but she's also a hypnotist. So she does a little bit of a hybrid because there is a lot of stuff around addictions for sure. Definitely something that can be used. There's all kinds of applications you can use it for. There's always an emotional emotional component of just about anything you can think of. So what's nice is if you have even physical ailments, you know, sometimes sometimes the physical pain ha- also has an emotional component. So if you can release the emotional part of it, then your body is probably just a little bit easier to heal itself because now you've gotten rid of that part of it and now you can work on healing because our body is an amazing piece of equipment if we do the right things. It's, it'd be nice if we could get more of the um, typical... Um, medical community, working with the holistic community and work together to try and um, figure out some of these things. Cause I think they kind of bite heads, you know, some, some doctors will do both, mm-hmm. but you know, they don't always try and support each other. We don't get a lot of support as far as trying to figure out what's wrong and get oh, it. You're preaching to the choir here, right? So, I'm a recovering nurse. I say that with lots of love. I was very much medical model and really didn't look at adding these kinds of practices until medicine couldn't help me after I fell down a flight of stairs. And that was Mm. a whole, I don't know how we do one without the other now. Right. You know, 12 years post fall, I wouldn't think about not using holistic practices as part of my healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. There's just so much more that could be done, right? Well, it's the nuances. We uh, live emotions and and we're wanting people to be able to use those emotions to empower themselves. And and it's, uh, it's just a new way of having a conversation because I always say that emotions are messy. And that's the reason we haven't necessarily spent a lot of time there. Cora, where do folks who are listening find you? How can they connect? Um, They can connect with me on social media, uh, Cora Naylor. My my handle everywhere is pretty much Cora Naylor or just my website, coranaylor.com. And if you have any questions about any of this or just reach out, send me an email. Happy to answer any questions. So this week's call to action is to check in on your emotional health. 
What have you got stored in there that you haven't processed? What would you like to process out? What beliefs or emotions are holding you back from maybe stepping into being in your full power? So with that, we will sign off and we'll see you next week.